Hello, 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 and welcome to Real Conversations. I hope all is well. I pray all is well. And if it is not, trust and believe that I can and it will get better. So I'm coming in with this message. You know, being that we're on this wave of love in relationships, let's talk about it. So um, I was working today and I was watching something and just just the thought, you know, just these thoughts started coming to me. And I'm like, OK, I need to get this podcast done ASAP. Right. And here's the thing. You know, we all look for relationships. We all get into relationships for different reasons. But a lot of the times we get into relationships and we're really simply not ready for it. And when you look back and you really take accountability, right? We all have a role that we play in the relationship. And that's that's about the acceptance part, you know, especially when you break up. And... I know I talk a lot about men. I know I talk a lot about narcissistic men. I know I talk about, um, it may not seem that I talk about men in a positive light, uh, but I just speak things based on experience, right? And the conversations that I have with women who are most unlikely, you know, mostly dealing with men. But today I'm going to talk a little bit about from the women's aspect. Because a lot of things, uh, women don't really, uh, I hate to say this, but a lot of women will not admit to certain things. And a lot of women are in relationships that they don't want to be in. A lot of women are in relationships that they have literally settled for. Like initially, you know, you probably get into the relationship thinking it's for love, thinking that you found the right person. And as time go on, you realize that that's really not the person you want to be with. And most women will stay in relationships that they are not happy in um, because of either children, because of circumstances like financial situations. Or because they just don't feel the the need to, you know, put all that energy into meeting someone new and going through that whole long process. Like, it's a lot. You know, trust me, women, we think about everything. We contemplate everything. We literally think out everything and how it is going to affect us. And another thing is a lot of women, they will not be happy in the relationship And they get comfortable with the dysfunction and the toxicity of the relationship because that's what they know. You know, they think that, you know, that ride or die mentality like, oh, well, you know, they see everybody else around them fighting and not happy and in loveless situationships and things like that. So they feel like, oh, let me just stick it out. Let me just ride it out. It's going to change. It's going to get better. And most of the time it don't. You know, when you get to that point in your relationship, you see that it's a lot of resentment. And somebody has to make the first step, right? And that's what kind of happened. You know, you get into a relationship, and I'm speaking from from my perspective. 
and just being transparent about you know my situation because even though the situation that I went through was bad it was exhausting it was draining like it was horrible I don't wish that on my worst enemy uh, because of how um, because of how deep-rooted narcissism is right but not everybody is in a narcissistic relationship but here's the thing when you get into a relationship you don't really understand relationships you know a lot of relationships are literally trial and error and you get into the relationship and like I said for whatever reason you stay you you have multiple conversations you try to make it work for the children you try to make it work for whatever reason you try to put your pride aside you try to put your ego aside you try to put you know all the things that you, you know you create all these scenarios in your mind why you should stay but if you really sit and you reflect and look at the situation for what it is like from my perspective for me let me just say this right I did have multiple conversations with the person and no matter what conversations we had, no matter what was done, no matter how much time and effort you put into it, it just wasn't working. You can't force something that's not meant to be, right? And it makes it 10 times more worse when you realize that the person that you are with is a narcissist because narcissists... They don't have the capacity. They don't have the mental, emotional, spiritual. Uh, they just don't have it. And it's not in their nature. So, and if you're unaware, like how I was and like how most people are, you don't really know what you're dealing with. And I always knew that I was unhappy. I was miserable. I always knew that he was not my person. Like, I didn't want to be with him. Uh, there was no love. Obviously, you could see that on his behalf and on mine. Uh, we, were we were literally living two separate lives, to be honest with you. And neither one of us was budging. Like, it was like, you know, he was off. We, we were so disconnected that, you know, he was literally off doing his own thing. And I was off doing my own thing. And every now and then we would come back together and pretend like we were a family and pretend like, you know, we wanted to be together and pretend that we were happy. But it just wasn't working. And and then at some point, I just became exhausted. I was just overwhelmed. I was exhausted. And here's a moment of transparency. Um, Every time somebody would ask me, they would be like, oh, you know, hey, y'all, y'all been together for so long. Y'all got the two kids, you know, when are y'all getting married? And my answer was, I'm not marrying that man. I Like, I, I just didn't see him as my person. He was not marriage material. Just nothing about him uh, said that I want to marry you. And to be honest with you, I was engaged to him twice. But now when I look back. I say thank, like when I say I'm so glad that I did not make that mistake, I'm so glad that we did not get married. I'm, when I tell you, I just, I just, you know, it's, it's crazy when you look back on it and I can laugh about it now. Thank God I'm in a space that I can laugh about it because I was so hung up. Like, you know, in that space and time, that was years ago, mind you. 
I just was like, you know, oh, you know, I'm going to marry him. And, you know, it was all that, like I said, the illusion. And now when I look back, I'm like, oh, th you know, God was really protecting me. You know, God, that, that it just wasn't for me. And that's why it just did not work. And I can honestly say when I finally went through all of that, you know, even though how, as bad as it was, that was the catalyst that I needed to push me forward to really um, evaluate how I wanted to be in relationships. And I honestly learned in that process that through discipline, through understanding, through wisdom, through knowledge, through the hurt, the pain, the shame, through all of that, that once I became disciplined enough to not be in relationships on a sexual level because that's what happens a lot of people get into relationships or think they're in relationships because the sex not intimacy the sex right so now you realize that you want a deeper connection you want something more because if you remove sex from a lot of relationships you will realize you really have nothing there's no conversation, there's no laughter, there's no intimacy, there's really no connection. And like I said, I look back on it and a lot of my relationships that I was in was more so on a sexual level. And I didn't resonate with them beyond a sexual level because I'm so different. When I say I'm multifaceted, I have, I, you really don't even know me, you know, and, and, and I'm the kind of person we I don't really show all my, all of who I am. It takes this very unique individual to do that. And now that I'm in this space and I've learned so much about relationships and myself and my personal growth, now the partner that I have, he's aligned with everything, you know, and when I tell you, he is the first person the first man that I have ever been with that I literally give him my all I want to give him my all when I tell you they say oh you know a man will change for the right one but it goes both ways a woman and a man but you see a lot of women don't reach that potential because they literally settle and they stay stuck in loveless relationships they stay with people who they really, they know, they just humdrum along like, oh, okay, oh, you know, they don't really put any time or energy and effort into their relationship. They don't care if their partner is stepping out. They don't, you know, they just don't, it's just nothing there. And so once I, you know, transformed and I was able to see things from a different perspective, like I said, it's all about perspective, Right. Once I became so disciplined and self-regulated and I was more knowledgeable about the qualities and things that I was looking for and what I wanted in a relationship, when I tell you, I literally threw in my player's card. Like, it was like, it was a wrap. Like, I knew instantly that my partner is my person, my husband. Like, I knew. And if you listen to my last podcast that I said, you know, I actually wrote a letter to my future husband and I listed all of the qualities that I was looking for because now it wasn't 
from a sexual level. You know, I wanted like that deeper connection. I wanted somebody who was grounded, someone who I resonated with on multiple levels, not just on a sexual level. Because when I look back at a lot of the partners that I was dealing with, like I said, you know, they, they really didn't, re I really didn't connect with them in that way. And when I met my partner, it was like an instant, automatic. I already knew what it was. I already knew what I had to do. I was ready. When I say I was ready, I was ready. And it was nothing for me to go back to the streets. You know, listen, anybody can make a phone call. Anybody could set up a sneaky link. Anybody could, you know, when people break up and they go, get out of a relationship, the first thing they do is, you know, they run to the streets. But, you know, that's not what I did. And the crazy thing is, is that when, I, when people found out that I was actually uh, not with my ex, they were kind of heartbroken. They were like, well, damn, like, wait a minute. Like, when did this happen? Like, um, you know, like, I didn't know you were single and and you know, and and like it was cr like it was cr my DMs was crazy. <laughs> Just like what? People was like, I mean, like the phone calls, the text messages, the DMs. It was like what? Y'all not together? When did this? And I'm like, well, damn, I didn't know. I needed to make an announcement. Like I, I what? And then when they found out that I was, you know, pursuing somebody else, or I was, you know, in connection with somebody else, the shock. You know what I'm saying? The, the they were like, wait a minute, when the hell did this happen? How? But, you know, it's like, you know, like I said, perfect timing. You know, I, I literally was calling for I was literally praying and manifesting my husband to come into my life because that's what I was ready for. You know, like I said, it's easy to go out there and have sex. You can have sex with anybody. But when you get to a certain point in your life, you want meaningful connections. You want deeper relationships. You want to be with somebody who you can give your all to. There's really nothing much out there in the streets. I'm going to be honest with you. It's the same thing. Drama, baby mama, baby daddy issues, money issues, sneaky links. You can't trust people. People want to, like, I, listen, I, that's not, I, I wasn't about that. And so I say all of this to say is that, you know, at some point, even for women, you know, we have to throw in our player cards as well. And, and that's what I did. And I'm so glad that I did. Because I, I'm quite sure I would have messed up a beautiful thing if I didn't. And um, <laughs> when I tell you, it's tempting. It's tempting. But I love my partner so much. And, you know, I, I would never want to hurt him in that way. And so when you, you know when you want to literally play, you know, throw in those player cards. Because you find somebody, you have somebody who you love so much. You love them outside of yourself that you don't ever want to hurt them. That you don't ever want to put them in a predicament to make them question or judge your love and your loyalty. You never want to do anything that's going to hurt the relationship. And I think that's what is important when you get to that point where you realize like okay you know i gotta throw in i gotta get rid of some of my old ways and some of my old habits you gotta start doing new things you gotta start approaching situations and relationships and people differently you know from a space of of being grown you know and just evolving and and just wanting more for yourself and that's the challenge you know because it's not easy to stay committed to one person. Like I said, we all have options. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing. 
especially in this age of the internet where you could just go to the internet, click on a link, you could go hook up with somebody, you could do random hookups, you could go to the club or the bar, it's a random hookup, you walk to this, it's a random hookup. You know, we have, we, we all have, we all have options. That's easy, you know, but putting in the work and staying committed to somebody and loving somebody and loving them through everything, the good, the bad, the, the, the miscommunications and misunderstandings, the little fights here and there. I'm not talking about abuse. I, I, one thing I will never do is tolerate abuse again. But what I'm saying is when you really find somebody who you can give your all to and you feel like they're worth it, trust me, it's so beneficial. The level of peace that you would have in your life, the level of intimacy and structure. And, you know, it's nothing people think is boring, but it's only boring because you make it boring. When I say me and my partner, we do everything together. Like we literally have fun together. We make every moment that we have together a memorable moment. Whether we're taking pictures, whether it's just a, a run to the post office, a stroll to the store, you know, even if we got to go, you know, take a walk outside around, you know, the community, like something. We always try to stay connected. We, we invest and we set aside time for each other. It's nothing. It's, it's too much energy to try to be out there with random people, entertaining multiple people. That's exhausting. That is so exhausting. So if you, you know, when you get to that point, and it takes time. Not everybody, some people come to that, you know, some people get there earlier than others. You know, some people get to that point in their lives where they're like, you know what, I'm, I'm turning into my player cards. It's time for me to settle down. I just need the one. And when you find that one and when you find that one that you feel is worth it, do it. When I tell you it's priceless, it's priceless. There's nothing like it. And you would, you would see how, because of the commitment and the level of commitment that you have to make it work, uh, it's just something that you can't even describe or put into words. You know, for some people, it's overwhelming. Because you sometimes you have to, I, you know, every now and then I have to look over and I have to pinch myself. And I'm like, is this real? Like, I knew what I wanted. I knew it existed, but deep down inside, I really didn't expect it to be like this. You know, I didn't expect it to be this good because I was so used to dealing with bad that, you know, it's like every now and then I look back and I'm like, okay, I'm waiting for something to happen. I'm waiting for something to go wrong. I'm waiting for it not to work. But when I tell you, it's, it's almost three years and Three years, it's it's, 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 like, damn, we were sitting down talking to Tim. We was like, damn, it's going to be almost three years. I'm like, yeah, time is going. Tick, tick, tick. Clock is ticking. You know what that means. <laughs> Hello. And so, you know, we laugh and we joke about it or whatever. But like I said, you know, if you find that person that, um, you find that person, you know, that speaks your love language, that speaks to your heart, to speak to your soul, that's good for you. And when I mean good for you, I mean good for you mentally, spiritually, emotionally, um, and not necessarily financially, because it's not always about money. 
you know, but somebody who's good for you. And here's, once you connect in all those other aspects, when I tell you the intimacy, I don't mean sex, because you can have sex with anybody. The intimacy, it's like, I, I literally be, I'm, I just can't wait. I'm like, okay. I already, I already know how I'm plotting this out in my mind, if you know what I mean. I'm, you know, I'm not going to go into details, but you know what I'm saying? When I say it's wherever, whenever, whatever, however, that's a beautiful thing when you can do that with one person. One person. So have your fun, you know, playing. Have your fun. You know, do it safely. If possible, do it respectfully. But there's going to come a time where you're going to want to turn in your player cards. Just make sure you don't fumble the wrong people. Thinking that, you know, the grass is greener. Or thinking that you can continue to play that game. Because when I tell you, my partner came in and he laid down. He, t- he like listen when he put his foot down. He put his foot down. I was like, oh damn, okay. I gotta get it together. I gotta, you know, I'm dealing with a grown man. I'm dealing with a real man. You know, <laughs> like I said, he, you know, he said. Uh, for those of you who haven't heard that podcast, because I did do a podcast on this. Um, you know, when I, I met him after after like three months, I want to say about three, four months of of talking and dating and stuff like that. He says, listen, he was like, um, are you seeing anybody else? And I was like, well, you know, I'm not really seeing anybody, but you know, I do my thing every now and then or whatever. And he was like, oh, okay. He said, well, let me tell you something. He was like, I'm grown. I've been there. I've done that. And I didn't come to play. I'm dating you. I'm courting you. And I'm not entertaining nobody else. I'm going to give you time to work out what you need to work out and figure it out, figure out what you want to do. And I said, oh, I said, oh, when I tell you, (laughs) I have a secret confession. When I tell you that shit turned me on, I was like, what? I was like, what did he say? And you know, I'm a Taurus, so I'm a little stubborn, right? (laughs) So I was like, who he talking to? And then I was like, okay, well, I got to get my shit together because I already done prayed for my husband. You know, things is going good. Me and him was for him. We for a couple of months in and, you know, we dating, we going out, we enjoying life. And, you know, we just in that. And I'm like, okay. So after that, he said what he said, right? Okay. I would say a few weeks later, he comes back and he asked me again. He was like, can I ask you a question? So, you know, in the beginning of when we were dating, we would always have this Q&A, right? We would always sit down and, you know, we would talk about whatever, ask each other whatever questions, and nothing was off the table. Because we, we established three rules when we first started dating, and I'll give you my three rules in a minute, right? He said, can I ask you a question? I said, yeah, you know, talk, talk to me, babe. What's the matter? What happened? He's like, well... Remember a few weeks ago, I, you know, we was talking about some other person or whoever else you was seeing or entertaining. And I said, yeah. He said, As you, are you still seeing that person? And 
I'm, I laughed because I was like, no, how can I be seeing anybody else when I'm with you all the time? Like, literally, I'm with you all the time. And if we're not together, you're at work or I'm at work, but, you know, we always talk. We always FaceTime. It doesn't matter where we are. We always answered the phone. Like, it was no room for, uh, for doubt. You, you see what I'm saying? It was no room for doubt. Like, you know, if we wasn't playing no games. Okay. So I said to him, no, I'm not seeing that person or, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing anything. Why, what happened? He said, well, when did you make that decision? And I said, I made that decision when you first made your statement. And he looked at me and he was like, oh, well, when were you going to tell me? I said, I didn't need to tell you anything. I said, you told me what you, you said, what you said. You put your foot down, you stated your purpose, and I knew what time it was. And I put my big girl panties on and I handled my business, and it's been about you ever since. And we've been rocking ever since. When I tell you, I threw my player's cards in quick. Like, I didn't have to go back and explain nothing to nobody. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I made sure that I didn't leave any room or any doubt for him to think otherwise. It was all about him. Everything was all about him. And I don't mean all about him in a way where like, oh, you know, like I was, um, I was, uh, how should I say it? Um, gaming him or be, you know, he was tricking me or gaming me into a relationship. But when I'm, when you dealing with a grown man or a grown person who, like I said, knows what they want, they state their purpose and they state their intentions. I wasn't going to do anything to sabotage that. I wasn't going to do anything to fumble that. I wasn't going to do anything to disrespect that. So my player cards went in quick. Real quick. And I'm glad. I'm so glad that I didn't revert back to my old ways. My old thinking. My old habits. My comfort zone. You see where I'm going with this? I took a leap of faith and I stepped out on faith and I moved forward because like I said, I prayed for a husband. I manifested a husband, but now it was time for me to do the things that I needed to do to be in alignment to receive my husband. So I didn't miss out on my blessings. So I say all of this to say, don't miss out on your blessings and fumble good people thinking that there's more out there. Good people are hard to find and they're not easy to come by. So have your fun, live your life, but eventually you're going to have to turn those player cards in. So with that being said, wishing you nothing but love and light. Stay blessed.